Set a place at your table for a zombie. Fill a plate for your rotting fellow man. It's really tough to be undead. Help them celebrate instead. At the holidays, it's good to lend a hand. It's a season full of joy and celebration. But for those who struggle with reanimation, it's not toys and dolls and trains, just the endless search for brains. There's nothing fun about zombification. So set a place at your table for a zombie. Fill a plate for your rotting fellow man. It's really tough to be undead. Help them celebrate instead. At the holidays, it's good to lend a hand. You don't have to buy your zombie friend a present. But if you don't feed him something, yeah, he'll resent start it. it out as with testing, 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 testing. One, two, three. Go. And here we go. It's so weird, the podcast with Marcy and Christy. Welcome back, listeners, or welcome for the first time, listener. No, listeners, plural. <laughs> you only have one. I'm going to be a little it's more... A very sad podcast. I'm going to be a little more hopeful. Welcome, listeners, to It's So Weird podcast with Marcy and Christy. This week, we are going to be talking about labels and how we put people in boxes and categorize them and therefore don't really have to think about who a person is but can just generically put them in a box and have them all squared away which we all know isn't really true so let's get started all right so i I wrote out i told you this i wrote out this great big long paragraph woke up at five o'clock in the morning and decided to write a short story i guess and this is the first (laughs) for us listeners because usually we just have an idea and then we turn the microphones on and whatever jargon junk um i want to say shit but i'm trying to not cuss um comes out of our mouths is what you guys end up listening to uh so here's something thoughtful on labels we'll see from christy (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be really long and slightly boring make a sandwich right exactly so it's titled don't judge a book by its cover versus first impressions count i want to be very careful when i talk about this subject today's topics of labels and identity so when we see a person or hear a person we as humans because of the way we were raised or grew up our formative years we already bring preconceived notions of who or what a person is we are taught to label objects to create order and understanding to the world we are born in and i think we do this so that we can communicate our ideas and it allows us to say or convey our will on the world and basically i give an example a metaphor if you will i thought you were reading from a script stay on script i'm reading from a laptop because i I can't just spew this stuff out i I should have memorized it maybe like i would do for a classroom so for example as a child we are told a table is a table it is repeated over and over again the word label table it rhymes they rhyme can be applied to many objects the definition of a table defined by the dictionary is a piece of furniture with a flat top and one or more legs providing a level surface on which objects may be placed and that can be used for such purposes as eating writing working or playing games etc i thought there was a couple of other things I, think, I can think of some things for. that I could do with a table <laughs> that aren't listed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> but we won't go there. Oh, no. Uh, there are many types of tables, but overall, the label of Again, a table is table. called a table. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> Yet when we want to break this label down into more concise words or labels such as desk, a dinner table, and an end table, etc. We do this so we can be more concise or clear about what level surface we are talking about. Because in reality, there are a lot of level surfaces in our workspaces, homes, etc. 
I guess we could just use the word table and not have these other more specific words or labels, but the problem arises when you say place the cup on the table and you have five tables in the room to choose from. Then the person asks in confusion, which table? This is where one starts to be more specific about the label or word, such as put it on the kitchen table or the dining room table or the coffee table. The harder question is what happens when a leg falls off of a table? Is it still called a table? In normal life, it is now, now it is no longer a table, but a broken table. Well, you can always put books, books on there. <laughs> yes. Prop her up. Right, right. Top into my so, house. So it, it could be still called a table as long as you prop it up. Yeah. As long as it's a level yes. surface. All right. So. I once used a door as a table. Oh, well, that, see, it's I still digress. level. Yeah, it was still level. It, it was vertical. Now it's level. So now it's a table. Correct. Not a door. No, it was a table. And normally... A broken table is thrown in the trash and is no longer of use. It also becomes a leg of a table that has fallen off and it gets worse because then it converts back to the label word of just a piece of wood. Or a club. Exactly. Depending on its use. Murder. <laughs> so, <laughs> in the essence, so in the essence, a table is not a table at all, but an object that is made up of multiple elements but to convey thoughts and ideas as we, as human beings, require or need the label or the object. We got to put a label on it. We have to have a word. Right. So how does this relate to the topic we're talking about today of labels and identities? I want to speak to my experience of the labels or words that I have accepted about myself and that I have imposed on others, whether that was done purposely or through sheer ignorance, meaning the lack of understanding of all the elements that makes or creates the label of being a human being and also to explore how I use because of my formative years and Wait, even what is human being a label yeah okay go on it's, I just want to make it's sure a we word. agree it's a word and it describes something right I can okay. call you a person I could call you human being so they're I prefer you call me queen yeah Basically, words are labels. Right. That's okay. what okay. this is all coming down to. Okay. Words I just are got just labels. <laughs> Gosh, darn it, now I've here. lost <laughs> my sentence. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Oh my gosh. And this is why we don't use a script. Well, yeah. Because <laughs> you keep interrupting me. I'm sorry. Turn my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I hilarious. Turn my mic off. If you don't want to hear from me. So. I want to explore, because of my formative years and even to this present moment, what labels I use to complicate or choose to describe others and my perception of them and myself. And I want to emphasize choices, choice because sometimes I forget that it is a choice, or in other words, my will to use the words that come out of my mouth. Yes, and we, I, I wouldn't say that labels complicate. I would say labels simplify. And it's that oversimplification that gets us in trouble. Right. Yeah. But that's complicated. Because gets us and in trouble is complicated. It, true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when, we, when you had first talked about labels, I guess you could have labels that are pejorative or uh, negative. Mm -hmm. Or you can have positive labels. Um, but I'll bet we can think of a longer list of negative labels yeah. than we can of positive labels. And maybe that's what we should challenge you listeners to this next week. Sit down at your coffee table or your kitchen table or your, I don't know, outdoor <laughs> table, <laughs> your patio table, your, your bedside table, and oh uh, make a list of positive labels. You know, um, even even a positive label that that I use constantly um, when I'm talking to uh, my well, I don't have a female dog anymore, um, but you know, I called my my uh, you know my dog pretty girl or good girl, and that was a label. But if you call a human being a good girl, she might be offended. <laughs> <laughs> she might argue that as an absolute negative. No. Yeah. It um, it depends on the context. Uh, absolutely. Bitches being the thing that comes to mind. Um, 
most readily to me is, uh, you know, growing up and for the last, I don't know how many hundred years, if a woman was called a bitch, that wasn't a good thing. But now uh, women have kind of taken that label and made it into bitches. You're my friend. Um, and I like that. I use that with my girls. That's how they know that um, like we're really, you know, that I feel really comfortable, that I'm really close to them. Uh, I don't call them. I, I don't always use that term. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes really, I do really like when professional. Well, Marcy. you know, it, it usually comes up when 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 my bitches have done something to, uh, you know, goad me or fool me or prank me or punk me. Um, you know, it's it's a term of endearment now, uh, not like it was, you know, uh, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Or as I said, you know, for the last several hundred years, I don't think bitches has been um, a positive, uh, happy sort of word label to put on a woman. But now it is. Well, I we think have so, lots anyway. of labels. I think it's because we made them into sparkly shirts. You know, possibly. You yeah. think we bedazzled bitches we bedazzled. into Well, and we started to own it. We started to say, yes, right. Well, what does that mean, own it? Own it. It's mine. Like, you can't make me feel bad by calling me a bitch anymore damn straight if you're gonna give me shit i'm gonna get the bitch eyes out right and, and but I'm gonna... what, what would you call a, a man bitch like a, a dick what... <laughs> <laughs> Douche but it bag, really doesn't have meathead, as much strength jerk face it doesn't have uh, as much strength strength as... yeah i thought i was slut. thinking i mean i i was sitting down one day thinking about uh women have been called sluts mm -hmm. bitches whores hoes um nymphos maniacs um yeah crazy yeah i don't know i mean maybe we don't I mean, hear those long, long um list. derogatory male words because we aren't men um i i would say the worst thing that you could say to a man is little dick um, you know um, I guess men get can called you, pussy, you, and and that right, right. that's that's a derogatory. But thing. that's a derogatory using a woman, yeah, on top of a man, meaning he's weak. Yes. But are we pussies? Uh, you know, the pussy goes through a lot. It has babies. You know, it menstruates. Right. <laughs> we're into the feminist <laughs> rights like, movement. <laughs> like, like I think that being called a we... pussy is actually a really strong statement. It's a dick. I mean, you know, a, a dick really can't take much. You I know, as, as far as far as physical pain goes, no, not like a JJ, around. not like a pussy. No, no. no. So I think that that word has just been horribly misused and misunderstood. Well, why? But I seldom use that. I, I, I don't think that I've ever, in fact, actually called someone a pussy. I guess why I came, became more concerned, and, and this is being talked about a lot in podcasts and on the news, is this uh, cancel culture that we're, they, they, they've even labeled that. Now it's a cancel culture. Tell me and more. It, well, it just seems like they're just using label after label after label, like, you know, fat shaming or... Um, that you're a racist uh it's just, it's just gotten out of control now we can just slap a label on a person mm -hmm. and then that means their entire life gets no wrecked. that's you know what that's not true i mean uh people can change their label they can you know um, yes, sometimes people say it, it over and over again. when it goes into your work environment, when it when labels start to affect your work environment, sure, you can call me a bitch all day. Sure. But if everybody at work also thinks you're a bitch, maybe you should act differently. <laughs> that doesn't happen. You know what happens? You get promoted. Because that, nobody wants you, to nobody play with you. So they're like, what do we do with this person? We can't fire them. Let's promote them Let's promote to them, management. move them up the chain. You know, that is somewhat true i know um, it's absolutely but true. i mean that's what you want in positions of leadership and and that's that's a frustrating thing a little bit um in, you can't be a kind leader i try to be a kind leader but I, you don't think it's really possible to i think overall i very very rarely have to get out the angry eyes and um i'm you know, and I am sure I'm, I'm sure that, you know, people have called me a bitch before, but generally um, I try to be very agreeable. 
and I don't know I mean I'm not a control freak but I do want the towels folded a certain way and you know those kind of things but I, I'm not going to go insane on you about that and then you'd be called OCD correct <laughs> so, <laughs> wow so we have a label for wow. that wow so Marcy. that's kind yeah, of yeah, the yeah. only label that's been applied to me that i've really been like ouch that is not me i just I just, <laughs> you feel like it i hurts? just like things folded a certain way and i just that's a little ocd they fit better on, <laughs> <laughs> on shelves you're lo- when you're they're looking folded at a logistic standpoint yes it, it's appropriate to fold it that way just yes. because but yes. again and it also is pleasing to the eye when they all match up and so but they do but they that's not ocd too, i'm not ocd about but everything. people use that term to insult somebody for being prepared precise or wanting things a specific way and and i don't know why that label hurts me but it does it because i generally well i know why it hurts me i like to think of myself as a go with the flow sort of roll with it free spirit except for when it comes to keeping things neat and then that is not go with the flow that is we do it this way okay (laughs) well i find a particular label that really i find bothersome is being called a hippie yeah we've and i've been that. i've been called a hippie before people think i'm hippie-ish oh people tell me that all the time and you 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 know me it's it's farther from the truth because i've known actual people who are hippies. i guess would be called real well hippies okay so that's the thing is the folks that are calling us that don't really that's a character um, a caricature, my <laughs> Anyway, you know what I mean, like a cartoon, a, a sort of, uh, you know, um, just a, a generic sort of way. And um, they don't generally know a hippie because if you know a actual hippie, I am pretty far from that. I eat the red meats. I eat all of the red meats. I, you know, get things from the stores that we shouldn't speak of, like walmart (laughs) those words that should not be said it's like sauron exactly but i do use recycle bags lord of the rings Um, but but yeah i mean you know hippie is not what i think of myself because hippie generally means you know communal lifestyle and that sort of thing and you know um don't pay your taxes and and don't you know and i do barter i mean i but i also really love money and I am completely a capitalist. I mean, well, when I asked a person when they called me hippie, I said, "What do you What do you mean by that?" And they were like, "Well, you you always want everybody to get along. You always want to look at the positive side oh, of yeah. life." And and I am the most negative person. That's I called know. an optimist. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm that's, not that's, that's not a hippie. That's an optimist. And no, you're not very no. optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do not. like being nice, and then that's why I mean. I like being by nice labels too. is is that then you have to analyze like what label you're being called. Um, but do we do that, or do we just get mad? I mean, because labels oh, are there to simplify well, life. You know me; I analyze almost everything yes. that is said to me or that I say to somebody else. So I'm a little OCD, a little bit in the a fact that I'm bit. very. I listen to people. Yeah. And repeat it. Right. We talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think it's important that you remember what you say Ugh. or what is coming out of your mouth. I think you need to be mindful of you do. A, of a I hate it when I catch myself and I don't even know what I just said. I mean, that's when I know it's just all garbage. That's when your brain turned off and uh, like you should probably exit the conversation. Oh, so we shouldn't be recording podcasts <laughs> no, anymore. <laughs> my, my new favorite uh, labels I've heard is uh, how they like to describe the generations, like the boomers, the mm. X-Gens, yeah. the millennials. The millennials. And, and there's always something derogatory. They never say anything positive about each generation it's the us versus them i know it's it's very fascinating to me because there are things about baby boomers that i admire ever so much i mean they you know they were 15 16 17 years old signed their uh, you know um 
and and you know speaking out for free rights and you know going to protest and going you know off to war at 18 in the vietnam war we don't really do that now and but then there are also things that i really dislike about boomers um you know and so i try to remember especially when you know a boomer says something to me that we uh say oh okay boomer you know um like telling me that i shouldn't ride my bicycle to work when i have a car um (laughs) i should just drive my car what's wrong is your car in the shop no it's a beautiful day i rode my bike um but i have to remind myself that this boomer that's telling me this you know imposing their label or their idea of me is they're a complex person and they're just trying to simplify me because I'm a really tiny part of their life and they want to move yeah, on I, and they want to move on and that's the same thing that yeah. I do with with labels is you know you put a label on somebody because that's a small part of your life and you just want to move on and it's unfortunate because you know when you do that maybe you're missing out on an opportunity to really get to know a very complex and complicated person you probably are but do do we have time? No. So we'll just put a label on them and then stick with our same three friends that we have. That we I, know. I, th- I think you have time. I think, there I think is we time. have time. I, th- I just think we need to get out of the box of wanting to identify a person for a particular set of traits that they're revealing to you or mm-hmm. that is a very short conversation and then instantly oh, putting a box mm-hmm. putting them in a box putting them on the shelf and then you're done mm-hmm. and that's so short-sighted oh but sometimes that's all we want to do and those tertiary or secondary relationships that we have are actually really but important I, this even happened to myself because um i was in a situation in life where my identity was just completely blown apart the, mm-hmm. who who I had described I'm not even talking about putting other people in boxes I had been putting myself in a box how so well I was I was a scholar I was a teacher mm-hmm. I was this or I was that I'm a designer um, and then I would just close my world up around that identity just that. and then when that's taken away from you through no fault of your own and you can no longer be the teacher i had a crisis of identity meaning i think my I therapist think, calls that an existential crisis God, i'm just using the five dollar words <laughs> <laughs> look at me i consider God, it I hope torture <laughs> um yeah well i i i went through a tiny bit of that with you know uh my kids not needing me anymore and uh my business not requiring me to be there all the time and uh, you know, um, going from being married to being divorced. Uh, you know, it was like all of my labels that were really important to me, mom, wife, uh, you know, um, owner, operator, they went away all at the same time. And I didn't realize how uh, that affected me. But it did. Uh, and it's okay. How much you had uh, invested. invested in those labels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I never had... A, I think maybe I did have a cross country bomb shirt, but I, I never had, I'm, you know, like, uh, my kids didn't play soccer. You know, my son played cross country and my daughter was in robotics, but I never had like robotics mom shirt or anything like that. But I very much was proud of my mom label, you know, even though I think when I wasn't when you like st- the other moms, <laughs> when you start looking at the labels that you put on, on yourself, yourself, there's a, a, a short period of grieving because I, mm. I a lot of um, religions would call it the death of the ego uh, but not really because the ego then wants to build new labels I was going to say how survive. many times can my ego die <laughs> like will it ever die permanently because about the time I think I've I let think go it's a very inappropriate term uh, something I, else I, I think calling it the death of the ego is not accurate because death pretty much means for most of us the end right dead that is dead yes and it is not the death of the ego no it's, that ego is so freaking strong it's it's oil and water is it, how they describe it really you, you really can't um 
you you have to work really hard to and look at your ego every day to have a form that's why apparently i'm pretty lazy meditation all this meditation that everybody's been talking about it's been around for years people years i I started when i was 20 i am almost in my early 50s it is true and and we are just now discovering the soup like it's always been there well but what it does mm-hmm. it it is a form as they describe it of ego death meaning you're mm-hmm. killing your yes. ego when you meditate yes when i meditate i am much more accepting of myself and able to take criticism oh i hate criticism i fucking hate that. i am a terrible i always as i mean child. i hear it <laughs> But I may not act, I hardly ever act that way in the moment. And then I go home and put the blanket over my head. I have to prepare myself. Usually what I say to people is I would like you to be critical and criticize. And I would like you to do it within a a certain space. (laughs) (laughs) You have 140 characters and you need to turn this in by Friday. That I can buff up my ego so that the criticism, when it hits me, I can be more analytic analytical about it instead of saying and less emotional yeah yeah oh yes yes well maybe that's something for me to consider because yeah criticism is it's a tough thing for my ego but labels is what's on the tables well yeah yeah. well we're talking about because the labels are created what i believe by our egos because you have to be able to communicate and you have to be able to describe something and what we tend to do is i believe over describe for instance karen oh you mean the label karen yeah now i i know it really bothers you karen haircut i like my haircut got offended because i like my haircut and now yeah. I've been told by magazines and online, ladies, stop getting those Karen haircuts. And well, I'm like, but that's your look. But but it but didn't say Karen next to it <laughs> when I picked it out. I know. The imagery of how my head looks and my hair is. I, know. I don't have a choice. Hey, I only got so many you know cuts. What? A few years ago, the same thing happened to me, except she was a vice presidential candidate. Okay. Oh. Yeah, Sarah Palin. Oh, I'm, yeah. Do you see it now? Well, Not really. At but. the moment, everyone saw it because I have long dark hair and I have glasses, and incidentally, I can be an assertive woman. However, I like to think that I'm not quite as dumb. I say oh I gosh, say that in a whisper. No, I don't she's think she's dumb. She's just yeah. She just doesn't. She gets nervous. I, I bet she's great in person, and I bet she's great in like a, you know, a lecture. Yes, <laughs> but for like two years, I board. I was constantly being called either Sarah Palin or Tina Fey, and you know, <laughs> call me Tina Fey all day long. <laughs> God, I'll Tina just Fey. eat that up. <laughs> <laughs> so why is that? Why is that? Because why she being is called, funny, witty, but kind. Sarah Palin is, is a very successful politician i don't think she's a good person i don't you don't think she's no i don't think she's a good person how do you know how would you know have you ever met her in person no but i've watched her on tv a great deal and you're very worried about her i don't think she's a good person (laughs) either way we're not here to bash sarah palin really because i was just getting getting up why is my sweater (laughs) yeah 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 i just don't understand why we continually pick at women as an example again maybe we just know about women because we're women i mean maybe, is there a man who's called i what, what, what i have man? no idea what man i know i have no i sure i know a lot of men i have no idea and i mean i i don't know the worst insult that i can give what we can do we have a website now correct yes we do it's called uh it's so weird.com right and you could tell us if you're a man and you feel like you're being labeled section yeah there's a comment section all right if there isn't right now there will be by the time this goes up (laughs) we're so new holy crap we're just little babies because now i really want to know what do men get called um 
you know, and and I don't I don't feel like other than hippie, um, and I've been called flaky more than a time or two, um, and weird. Um, you know, I don't think that I have a lot of labels. I don't think that I fit into a lot of labels that people call me. Um, I'm sure that there are things that I label myself and limit myself with, but I try to not do that. I try to imagine my box as being filled with liquid that's just overflowing and not fitting in it well. Really? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how I imagine me. And it's very colorful. All I can see is a little sailboat on there about to like go over, <laughs> go the, over the tip. The, the, the flat edge world you know what? little yeah. lottery. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think that that would be an apt, uh, is it a metaphor for my, my life, for my existence? I think that that's an apt description anyway. Again, comment, um, because I went to public school, so I don't really know the difference between metaphors and some of these. Oh, <laughs> now you're just self-deprecating. I- I've been accused of being a self-deprecator. Um, you're not normal. Um, else. But not normal. I mean, I've always taken that as a compliment. But I am normal. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm about as normal uh-huh. as about an average. I mean, if if you see me on, you know, it's pretty You easy. do you, blend in with other humans, except for I when do. you start to talk. <laughs> so, so if by normal, we mean you have a head, two arms, two legs, I do. 10 fingers and well, 10 see, toes, you, you do. That's not that now you're labeling. I know. Normal I know. as what... What body parts? I'm you sorry, have. but if you're a paraplegic, that's not the normal human state. That's not Homo sapiens, and I'm, you know, that's just. I, well, I, good. I'm glad you said. That. I'm not. Pick, I, I'm no, not, you're not picking on anybody. We're, we're. This is purely a, what I would call a brain exercise. Right. That's all we do. Well, is 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 in a somewhat limited way exercise oh, our brains when I get bombarded. Hmm. Through podcasts or through the media with these labels that just keep on punching me in the face. I'm like, well, none of them last. You know, that's the thing is ephemeral. They don't last, but they they can hurt a career or a person's identity or even even more harshly their self-esteem and then they start believing because well, yeah. a lot of people believe what they hear oh yes younger me they definitely believe believed read. if if you called me a hippie i embrace that and um that was who i was trying to be when i was you know following the grateful dead and fish and yeah I you know just I, I i went I, to those and, and i and, purely I literally did not I, I knew no, you I wasn't a hippie. No, you didn't embrace the culture. <laughs> I definitely embrace the culture. But I love the culture. Um, but, you know, uh, after a while, I realized that's not, I'm that's much a, more than right. that. I'm right. a lot more than that. Um, and that was temporary. But I like being around different cultures, mm-hmm. no matter what type of culture it is or let's say subculture no in the i United disagree States. if put me in a room of accountants and i'm really not feeling it Poor accountants i like accountants really yeah i, I mean like they're accountants. nice but i don't you know i don't really connect do you know a lot of accountants i'm just imagining myself in a room See, full of accountants again, that i know it's a label of accountant that they're boring <laughs> that they have uh, I did, no, I would no, I wouldn't say that they're boring at all. Then what would you say? I would I would say that um, I don't, don't have, have anything the, in common with them. What, what would what do math, they have in math, common? Math. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying because you have no math skills, Zero, none. That you're out. You're left. Yeah, you're leaving the building. Yes. That you that mathematicians have nothing else to talk about but math. Um. Yeah, that's been my experience. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say that. People that like math and like to talk about math, um, not really my, my bag. I've never had a problem I know. talking you to like math. I, I like the idea of math. I'm not very good at math. I mean, I, I, I can, you know, measure something and... Well, bravo. <laughs> Thank you. Good Thank for you. you. <laughs> I, I can do basic level math. I can do geometry fairly well. But yeah... Uh, 
there's always something you can find in common with somebody. So you say. <laughs> oh, Marcy. Okay. <laughs> so we've got the accountants port. Poor accountants in left field. Oh, gosh. Uh, I didn't think I had labels for anybody. I didn't think I had negative labels except when it comes to, like, uh, but gym and do. fitness. I d- well, That's I what I'm so. saying. It's so I innocuous. Know. It's it's so subtle. And it's, it's through your formative years or through your culture that you learn these mm-hmm. type of, um, like, lawyers. Ah. Right. Right. But, okay. But I know very lovely lawyers. Um, so, again, different experience, I guess. Uh, my my own divorce attorney made me physically nauseous every single time I met with her. Now, I recently uh, did some business with her partner, and um, he still very much was a lawyer, but I didn't feel nauseous about him. Maybe... Okay, not to psychoanalyze, but I will. Thank you very much. Um, maybe it was no, the subject. No, it was divorce. her being. Oh. <laughs> See, I, I do no. like to look on the brighter side of life. <laughs> no, it was. It could have been. Just it was the her. It was her being. It was All her right. being. It was not the subject. The, but maybe it wasn't lawyer. No. It was. I don't know. Person. I know. Th- I yeah. I know three or four other and lawyers that I, I see your air quotes. I see them. <laughs> I see them. But as a general rule, uh, I, I don't care for lawyers. Well, you've run into this problem. You're a fitness. Yeah, people uh, people and, and definitely label me. Oh, my goodness. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, I'll run into people at the grocery store and they either want me to um, praise them for what's in their cart or they're trying to cover it up with their jacket. Um, and it's like I'm not on the clock. I, you know, they have this, this idea of me as, as though I eat and exercise and do everything perfectly. And the reality is my stomach kind of hurts from all that pizza that I just ate. (laughs) And, (laughs) and I'm not going to take care of it uh, today. I'm just going to make it worse because here in a little bit, I'm going to have some chocolate cupcakes. So and that is my fault. I'm sorry. No, thank you. I appreciate that. But you know, that's not a label like um, fitness person, you know, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm an aerobic instructor. I'm a yoga instructor. I'm a personal trainer. Um, you know, those are just part of my, in fact, when I go to work, I, I say I need to put on my costume, which is, you know, my yoga pants and my tank top. Right. And when I'm not at work, I'm typically not wearing yoga pants and a tank top because that is just one part of me. That's definitely not all of me. It's not my only label. Right. And and people, exp- they wouldn't be very unhappy with you if you didn't, if you walked in and started exercising in jeans. <laughs> <laughs> no. Couldn't you change the trend, Marcy? No. Jeans are the new. Well, they do make them stretchier than usual. Than <laughs> they use jeans. But, but yeah. I you mean, have to put the costume on. People yes. feel comfortable and when you put it. It hints why the Catholic Church has yes. so much ceremony. Because, you know, for whatever reason, and this fascinates me too, is that people have to have some type of visual to understand that they're in a different space yeah we need that social cues we need and that's that's where i mean you know labeling can be good you know it gives you cues on how to act uh you know in in a certain space you know we were talking about uh funerals a few weeks back and how I get dressed for a funeral. I don't just go to the funeral home in my work clothes. I change and put on a dress because I want to um, behave a certain way. And I definitely don't want to go to the funeral home in my fitness label. Well, guess what? That's also changing. I know people wear whatever they want, but I never will. I think it, yeah, and again, that shows our age. I think it's disrespectful. I agree. And it also there, there is no ceremony left if you're going to a funeral in your pajamas if you're just, and flip flops. If you're just gonna pop by on your way to the Walmart, right, then what the fuck do you care? I know. Like what did what? Why are you there? Why are you there? Because you're being awful judgy. 
I am terribly I know. judgy about I that. I mean, I, I try to because not be, but my to head goes to that. Of, of also, you know, clothing is a label. What it is. you put on yourself is a label and what you project to the world. Ugh. And so when, when you go somewhere that has uh, gravitas, wouldn't that be the right word, where, where there's a certain heaviness to a situation... Uh, Such as, well, a, a funeral, funeral home, a wedding, or a wedding, yeah, or a parole he- hearing, <laughs> or in front of a judge. <laughs> Interesting, yes, it really does make a difference. It does. The judge wants to see. It does. So this brings up a question: Did your mom make you go home and change clothes and get dressed up to go to the doctor's office? Because that's what happened at my house. No, I am really such a picky person oh it you I did it to did yourself it. oh my mother could my mother could have cared less i mean as long as i had a pair of pants on and a shirt and shoes she didn't care oh, they no. matched they uh, now if we were going to a funeral home then yes go put now, on something I even, nice but to be nice. On, nice even to be honest uh I'm sitting here thinking about when I would take my kids to the doctor's office and barring them puking their brains out. Yeah, I made them change clothes. But I don't nice. go out in public. I'm what you would call like a, a mini boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Can we create a new word? <laughs> just an itty bitty boomer. Itty boomer. <laughs> because I don't go outside the house. Unless I'm dressed nicely. That is true for me, too. I mean, I, I don't I mean, know about not, nicely. Not to the hilt, but, but you know, the, the shirt has to match so, the shoes. Yeah. The, it, yes. It's, it, yes. I'm mindful. Yes. At home, I'm very I look mindful. like a dirty, dirty bird. <laughs> but out in public, yes. I'm very much aware how I present myself at all times, even in the and grocery store. And I appreciate store. that. I, I, I tend People to do that. People appreciate it. They do. So this morning, I got up and I was out of coffee. And I'm wearing my big woolly robe. Um, and I'm thinking I could just drive to Starbucks in my robe. Oh, hell no. And no one would know. And then I'm like, no, I couldn't. Someone else could. But I oh, can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it could theoretically be done. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and so I drink hot cocoa People have constantly criticized me for that. They're yeah. like, are you seriously going to take a shower and you know dry your hair and put on a little bit of makeup just to go to the grocery store and i'm like yes yeah, yeah i mean i'm I, I am yeah i'm not gonna go anywhere not dressed um not not like with real clothes on yeah like wearing my pajama pants and that's why i mean by mini boomer in the sense of i still like the boundaries between public and a lot private. of those male boomers have started to wear pajama pants to the gym i yeah really yeah i'm just say. confused about and that's it. ups- it's a little upsetting and disappointing to me i'm still very happy to see them so if that's what it takes to get you to the gym please continue yeah, doing it did. but i like it better when you okay, have the gym pants. might be a little different it isn't okay okay you're right i'm just trying to be nice again i'm just trying to be nice but yeah i i do find that i label people when they don't and yeah. this has nothing to do with oh, wealth. oh god that's a judgment this has nothing no, to that's, do with that's, wealth that is because pride you, and self-care you don't have to have money to dress nicely. No. I can I can guarantee you this because I've been many, many points in my life with yes. like ten dollars in the bank account. Yes. You do not but you still have look nice. to, I still looked Yeah. D- presentable. Presentable. Yes. It, it may not have been sparkling. I may have looked like last year's or the f- last five years <laughs> fashion. <laughs> but but yeah. for the most part Oh, know, absolutely. Yeah. My hair's brushed. My so pants what, are on. How would we label this? This sort of um, some people might again call that OCD um, or snobbish. I guess I've been I, called a snob. I am just like you. Just get dressed before you leave the house. You know it. And and it, it has been. I uh, probably somebody has been derogatory and called me elitist or old-fashioned you live in indiana there aren't a lot of people that use the word elitist in indiana <laughs> okay i true. just want See, to <laughs> again <laughs> indiana is not all right some parts 
again, this is where it gets really complicated because some parts can be mm -hmm. ignorant. Uh, yes, the part that I live in is somewhat ignorant compared to um, everywhere else. Well, I just think they're in a bubble and they bought into all the labels that that bubble so it's funny you should use the word bubble because when I imagine my life in my um, hometown, um, I imagine my business inside of a bubble. And that's what keeps me going is I have a wonderful bubble in there. Of, yeah, you have a great community. Of people that don't, um, or if they do put healthy people Healthy balance, in, by the way. Let's plug that. <laughs> let's plug that. I can't resist healthy it. Healthy balance health it, club. It's becoming new fun for me to plug I your know. business. I know. I know. I mean, everybody else is plugging I appreciate it. everybody else's businesses, yeah. so mine But it well. really is a nice bubble. Um, so I have a, uh, several members that have had strokes or traumatic brain injuries, and then I, yeah, I know it's kind of sad, um, but, you know, exercise is great for that. Um, I see a lot of improvement. And what I've experienced, speaking of labels, is um, other people saying, you know, what is wrong with that guy? Like, he's, is he retarded? That's a terrible label, I know, but I've heard it. Um, you know, uh, is he just an asshole? Like, what you know what is wrong with asshole that? yeah asshole what's <laughs> wrong many? with that jerk and then i will come around the corner and see who they're talking about and then i might take a moment to say guys you don't know what this person's been through because and i can't tell them what they've been through because, because that's, that's, hip that's laws yeah well and it's, it's also just you know bad form but what i can say is just take a moment and think um, about what that person's been through. And then, you know, because we do live in a small town, a lot of times they learn and they're like, oh my gosh. And they become that person's advocate, that person's friend, because right. they They've see beyond that label. They flip from friend, enemy so quickly. Yeah. It's amazing. Just with a, bit, a little bit of knowledge. That's, yeah. that's why I was saying in that big uh, table, table talk, our table introduction, <laughs> table talk. our table talk ignorance is a huge part oh God, yeah. of of yeah. the labeling system for yes. human beings it turns out there are really some wonderful jocks out there <laughs> of course there are there are some really kind-hearted people that um you know really i like I, sports yeah that really like sports and that that i wouldn't if, if i wasn't in the fitness industry I would not seek them out. I would not have contact with them. I would not have learned that they're kind, they're generous. Some of them are great cooks. You know, they are, uh, you know, intelligent because I just kind of always saw them as jocks, you know. Um, but what what made you define them as jocks? Just their football jerseys and their basketball jerseys okay. and their constant sports jargon <laughs> 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 that I didn't understand <laughs> and, and um, didn't have any interest in. So, yeah, jocks. I mean, I, I don't really uh, I, as we were thinking about labels and, and I was uh, thinking about it. Um, I don't really have a lot of labels that I try to I try to not use, but I do have some that have hung around and they mostly involve men, jocks, meatheads. Yeah, you have uh, a lot of dicks, derogatory uh, douchebags. Yeah, my, my, One of my fa favorite word is uh, the C word. Cunt. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I love that word. See, I like that it word. It sounds too. so I, great. I also so like cutting. the word moist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you oh. don't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> that just brings up what? It's moist, <sighs> like <Yeah>. a cake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, or a thank you. Why do you always do this to me? I don't know. I enjoy it. I'm um, hoping that we can watch some earwax videos here in a little bit. No, dang it! I don't even know where you came across those, <laughs> and that is weird. <laughs> <laughs> we always have one thing in our podcast that is weird, and it's usually Marcy. I I think that there are a lot of people that enjoy the earwax cleaning videos. That's no. No, they don't. Those are some of the same people that also enjoy the pimple popping videos. That's disgusting. See, also. I think that's disgusting, but getting that earwax out, and here's what I imagine doing with it. No, just go with me for a second, please, because I want to get this out, Okay. 
So I imagine that as a family, we could get together and have our ears all cleaned out and take all of the wax and make a candle. Wow. You're welcome. What kind of label can I slap on you right now? I've got so many. So many. (laughs) What? I think that that would be cool. It would be your family earwax candle. And then you could add to it and pass it down through the generations. That's really disgusting. It's kind of disgusting. It's really disgusting. (laughs) Are you sure you're on the right podcast? This isn't the disgusting <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so weird. Listen, I feel a lot better now that I got that out. And you've gone off topic again. I know, but I'm also imagining that somehow, like, maybe we could make and sell it's so weird, like earwax removers. And then, you know, we could promote it here on the podcast. Very... And people could take pictures of their family earwax candles Set and send them into us. Set your table for a zombie. Fill a plate for your rotting fellow man. It's really tough to be undead. Help them celebrate instead. At the holidays, it's good to lend a hand. It's a season full of joy and celebration. But for those who struggle with reanimation, do be mindful of your labels and like us and listen to us and share us with your friends. Um, Check us out on our website. It's so weird.com. You can uh, leave us contact information and we will um, answer your specific questions. You can buy shirts, tank tops, stickers and hats um you can even donate to us if you like so check us out um we are also on facebook youtube and not on youtube yet we're getting there by the time well, this comes out we'll be on youtube get off your ass all right so anyway i'm a terrible for, capitalist thanks for listening have a great day it's been marcy and christy from it's so weird thanks everybody bye bye It's really tough to be undead, help them celebrate instead. At the holidays, it's good to lend a hand. Sing along, zombies! Very good, very good. Fill a plate for your rotting fellow man. It's really tough to be undead, help them celebrate instead. At the holidays, it's good to lend a hand.